0: Hello, you play to win the game. You don't play to just play. Storm. Hello out there and welcome on this. October 17th to a edition of fantasy football exchange I am your host John Landon and we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the Monday night action between the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers now this was a game of course but it was not a game of course we all know what to expect out here on these monday night thursday night games right it's something that's supposed to be spectacular uh air raid offense and all the above but somehow in some way it becomes the opposite am i right guys (laughs) exactly all right so um let's go ahead and let's kick it off with some of the stats from last night's game and we're also going to talk about uh waiver wire target news some players that we want to pick uh five on my list and under you know I'll give you 14 and 16 uh league size uh two of those will be under the wire and then I'll give you three that are 10 to 12 so five total for each position that'll be quarterback running back wide receiver and tight end all right and then we'll go ahead and we'll talk about some injury updates as well so that'll be today's show and then tomorrow of course I'll pop in I'll give you the Thursday night breakdown between the uh Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. That'll be on tomorrow's show as well of a DraftKings sports book parlay bet that'll be involved at the end of that show. All right, so let's kick it off. Like I said, with the stats from last night's game between the uh, Los Angeles Chargers and the Dallas Cowboys, which the Cowboys won twenty and the Chargers had seventeen. All right, let's kick it off with the quarterback side of things, and that was with Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys. He attempted the ball 30 times. He did complete that 21, 272 yards, one touchdown, did not get picked but did get sacked five times and did end up with 29 points on your roster which hell yeah we will love that in our rosters this morning and especially as a Dallas Cowboys fan I am so thankful that they won the game because I'll tell you something being a Chicago Bears fan this year has put me nothing but in the weeds All right, and on to Justin Herbert on the other side of the ball. He had 37 attempts for 22 of those completed, 227 yards, two touchdowns, one INT did get sacked and ended up with 27 points on the roster. So even for you Justin Herbert fans out there or fantasy managers, he did come through for you today. Hello? All right on to the running back side of things and we'll start with the Dallas Cowboys and that was Tony Pollard Uh, I did recommend you play Tony Pollard of course and uh, again guys this is based off of my correct and incorrect picks of course for each show and and when I get them right uh, you will hear this sound and when you hear that I got it wrong which I will admit when I do it will be just like this because that is the sounds of the stardom and situm. And when I get it wrong, that will be the situm, And that means it was wrong. If it was right, and that was the stardom. Hey, we're gonna ching that one, right? Okay, you get it. All right, Tony Pollard touched the ball 15 for 30 yards, no touchdowns on the ground, which damn, he would have came through on a couple of my parlay bets, but it did not happen. So back to that. Uh, so he was targeted in the air seven, uh, only caught six of those for 80 yards. Uh, did not score through the air, uh, but did end up with 24 points on the roster. And, yes, we love that around here. That's what gets us the wins. It's about points, and he did bring those. I'm uh, hoping a lot of you did not play uh, Dowdle, uh, his his backmate. Uh, he only touched the ball three times for 12 yards. No touchdowns, was not targeted through the air, and only ended up with two points on the night. So hopefully it did not hurt anyone out there uh, playing a Dowdle. Um, last night. So, uh, on to Austin Eckler, of course, coming back onto the fold, making a return on the scene. Uh, been missing for a couple of weeks, and uh, he did did do that. Except he did not touch the uh, he did not t- uh, touch pay dirt last night. So that is the only uh, negative for Austin Eckler. But hey, he touched the ball fourteen times for twenty seven yards. Targeted six times in the air, caught four of those for thirty five yards, but did end up with seventeen on the roster. And we love that around here. That is Money in the Bank. I called that one to play him. Of course, you do know to play him, but there is a lot of people out here, believe it or not, who just do not who do not listen to uh, the statistics out there or play the players. As they should and they like to be different. And of course, their record will speak that at times. So uh, hopefully you played Austin Eckler out there. The obvious choice for all of us. All right, on to the wide receiver section. And for the Dallas Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, of course, told you to play him. That is a given. I'm not even going to ring the bell on that one. So he was targeted 7 for 7, 117 yards, zero touchdowns. Did not rush the ball out of the backfield. But then did end up with 19 on your roster, and that will get us each and every time. I actually had him going against me in a league by a buddy of mine who we both were struggling in our record department. Congratulations to my boy out there this morning. He actually did get the win on me. No hate in the blood over here. I love that. Uh, So one of us had to get the win, and I'm glad it was him. Um, I did recommend Brandon Cooks um, out there last night. I recommended him over Michael Gallup. So I will take that into the bank. Um, that was a bold call, of course, because at that point he had not scored a touchdown. And if you listen to my show yesterday, you heard me say uh, with a raspy voice and all because re- I'm still recovering from my being over the weather. I'm still pushing it. But Back to that, I did recommend playing Brandon Cooks. I said he would get into the end zone, and sure enough, he did. He was targeted four for four for thirty six. Ended up with the TD, rushed the ball out of the backfield for fourteen yards. Ended up with fifteen points on the roster. A big guinza for you boys out there who played a Brandon Cooks. Hopefully, he brought you some money into the bank. So, uh, shout out to Brandon Cooks out there for the D Town boys. All right. Michael Gallup, I also told you, do not play this man. Do not go with him. He should be doing more work with CD Lamb. But this dude has not produced in the America's team. And sure enough, he would have he would have proved me wrong this morning because he was targeted 10 times, ladies and gentlemen, 10 times. But what did he do? Exactly. He caught three of those. (laughs) He only caught three because he was off the page all night with Dak Prescott. At one point in time, I swear I saw Dak Prescott look at him and he wanted to tell him. I'm getting tired of you calling me a dummy. The only reason I call you a dummy is because I call them as I see them. Exactly. I felt like Dak Prescott was looking at him and was like, I call him as I see him. You are on the wrong, wrong page. All right. And sure enough, 10 for three is that's how you feel about it, Dak Prescott. I hope you told him that in the locker room because he only got you 24 yards, no touchdowns, did not rush the ball out of the backfield, nothing, but did end it with five points. So if that five points did something for you this morning, congratulations. I hope it did bring you a win because if it did not, you're feeling pretty damn sour this morning with a Michael Gallup. All right, on to the other side of the ball. We know the beast, the man, the legend, the route runner. You know how I feel about Keenan Allen. That man can run some routes. 11 for seven. He was targeted 11 times, ladies and gentlemen. And at least he caught the ball seven of those times. And so 85 yards, ended up with a TD, did not rush the ball out of the backfield, ended up with 21 on the roster. We love that as a Keenan owner owner fan. Uh, Give me that each and every time. He will do that. Now for his partner on the other side, Joshua Palmer, I did recommend him as well. I did see this coming. He could have did a little bit more work. His work is more on the insides, more on the more on the 10, ten yard and below. It's a lot of those dink and dunkers, you know what I mean? And so uh, he actually could have scored. I think a ball did go through his hands or missed him or something in the end zone. So we'd be talking about him as well. Uh, this morning a little bit more than we than we would Uh, but Joshua Palmer seven for four 60 yards no TDs did not rush the ball out of the backfield ended up with only 10 on the roster but hey that is still 10 points that we'll take uh, from a Joshua Palmer all right on to the tight end section of everything now this one I did get wrong. I got this one wrong ladies and gentlemen and Jake Ferguson just did not do it last night. All right. And Dak Prescott, we need you to do a little more too, man. Like I'm watching you and you just, man, I know a lot of you guys see it out there. It's like water and mud, right? Just he just his just his feet are just like on the beach, on the sand, just just it's just barely going, man. Barely chugging. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I feel when I'm watching the one Dak Prescott last night. He's trying to get out of the pocket, but he just can't make it, right? So uh, we need Jake Ferguson to step up and help him out. He was targeted one for one only for just 15 yards. Did nothing else besides that. Ended up with two and a half points. Not going to do it. All right. On the other side, though, Gerald Everett, you heard me say it on yesterday's show. I told you to play him. I told you to play Gerald Everett over Donald Parham, even though Donald Parham has been having the monster season he was having in the first prior weeks with those touchdowns. I just believe that Gerald Everett has more swagger, more in and out to him, the more cuts uh, that he can do to get separation. Uh, Donald Parham's more of a tall, uh, statuish figure. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's seven foot. Basically, I think he is seven foot. So he is a tall target, but uh, Gerald Everett five for three 16 yards to get the TD for 11 on the roster thank you Gerald Everett for proving me right last night and you did it I think you'll do it some more uh, not so much for Donald Parham I was correct on that front all right Ching-ching for that because I was right even though he only got three for two 19 yards three on your roster that will not do it for anyone out there so hopefully he did not damage you last night uh, and in going forward I still think he'll be involved it's a nice two-headed monster there and in, in LA uh, I was about to say San Diego <laughs> LA Chargers um, so I'm looking like okay neither one of these are Gronk let's not get crazy about that or Aaron Hernandez I mean shit uh, but That's what they're trying to formulate, I feel, there, because they have that speed. They have the size kind of like they had back in the day there in New England. You know, you had uh, Hernandez, who was kind of like the Everett. And then you had uh, Gronk in the early years, who was like a Parham, of course, (laughs) way better than Parham. But that's the that's the mold I'm seeing. And I feel like both of those together will eventually produce together, uh, especially with a Justin Herbert type of arm. Okay, guys, well, you know, um, that was a quick uh, in and out of the Monday night uh, stats preview. And we're just going to we're going to move on over to the uh, section of the injuries. I want to get something real quick out there, um, because, like I said before, I don't have the uh, time like I do, like my other uh, peers do. Okay, I I have a full (laughs) nine to five job. A lot of these guys that we listen to or or get advice from this is their full time job. And I would love that. Okay, this is my passion. This is this is my this is my go-to. I don't mind spending hours doing research or looking into stuff. That is that does not bother me one bit. Uh I would make some serious. Yeah. Yeah, if you hear you out, if anybody out there hearing me out in the airways and they they got a slot open for your boy, I got the energy. Okay? I got the energy. I got the juice. I'll rep I'll rep you to the end, but I still got to get paid from my nine to five because I got to eat, all right? We got to pay the bills around here. So um, like I'm saying, guys, I, I I can only, each time you hear from me on these podcasts, I have to give you the injury updates, okay? I can't pop in on social media or or make a video of 10 minutes and just keep, in, keep updating each time I get something. And I would love to do that. Like I said, that would be my passion. You could fire, me up. Room. Exactly. fire me up. Coach Geeks here and today's message fire them up yeah go ahead and fire me up if you hit if this was my full-time gig this would definitely get me paid but um i'm gonna go ahead and do what i do here and give you these injury updates quick and fast that way you can get them in your head you can replay it on you you can rewind me put me in your ear uh whatever the case is but um let's kick it off with some quarterbacks all right ryan Tannehill. um He's being um, evaluated after the buy because uh, he did suffer something that he's familiar with there in the area. So it looks like something that's probably going to hold him back for a while. It's probably worrying him. So if you got Ryan Tannehill on your super flex or uh, as a second QB, you might you might want to go ahead and start dropping uh, Ryan Tannehill. All right, Josh Allen. Uh, of course been dealing with the shoulder um, but they're saying it's more of a day-to-day I believe it's not anything serious so let's look for uh, let's look for Josh Allen to be out there for uh, week seven Trevor Lawrence um, knee uh, was a non-participant yesterday so we want to keep an eye on that with Trevor Lawrence guys Um, I still think he'll be out there Thursday night but it's a short week so they might also give him rest so if you got Trevor Lawrence in your roster let's let's go ahead and let's get a backup backup plan in place on these waiver wires coming up tomorrow and hopefully you'll one of these players on my list that i name off is available and you can go and snatch them up tomorrow from one of your opponents Derek carr shoulder chest uh, that sounds like a song, don't it? That sounds like a shoulder, chest, knees, and toes or some. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he's dealing with a shoulder, chest, estimated as limited. Yesterday, I'm looking for him to be out there Thursday. He needs to pick up the game. He's got weapons, ladies and gentlemen, weapons. If it, if if Derek Carr can't do something this Thursday night, if he's out there, it's time. It's time to start sounding them alarms. Yeah, Derek Carr, you got to do a little more. You got Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. Okay, Jimmy Graham's not Jimmy Graham. We get that, right? But we, I mean, we. You also got some other weapons around. You got Taysom Hill. You, you know, you got Alvin Kamara, Kendra Miller. You're gonna have Jamal Williams coming back. You know, like it's insane. We can't be giving passes anymore to some of these players. I mean, damn, how many weapons do you need at this point? So, Derek Carr, you need to do a little more, my man. I've always had faith in your arm. In in your wit, but at this point in your career, you, you gotta do a little more. You gotta do a little more. So looking for you to do something on this Thursday night. Justin Fields. Oh, uh, I don't even want to talk about this, man. This is my guy right here. You know, I've been going for Justin Fields, uh, dealing with a dislocated thumb, most likely out. That's right, out week seven. Um, so please have other ideas in mind. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo um, with that back is not as serious as we thought. I think it's more of precautionary. Uh, he'll go further test um, to check it out. But I believe Brian Horror will probably be out there next Sunday against Chicago, which is going to be a wild show, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have a battle of backups in in between these two teams. So um, look for that. Deshaun Watson's shoulder of making progress is day to day. So I'm looking for him to start making his appearance again uh, for week seven. All right, Um, that'll do it for the quarterback section of things. Let's go ahead and let's hop on over to the uh, running back side of things and see what we got out here in the world of fantasy football. All right, it looks like um, Kyrie Williams and Ronnie Rivers are going to miss some times, guys, ladies and gentlemen, if you got them out there, especially Kyron Williams, who's been looking amazing the past few weeks. He actually whooped my ass. Uh, last week, uh, he was doing horrible at the beginning and then bam, all of a sudden touchdown, handoff, 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 running, running. It was just a Kyron Williams beat down for myself. Okay. So, um, we'll talk about, um, replacements for Kyron Williams and Ronnie rivers in our waiver wire section coming up, but it looks like Kyron Williams and Ronnie rivers will be both missing some time. So guys, uh, pay attention to that. If you've been uh, reading up on articles or you saw the the news come through a wire or whatever yesterday, then you saw that uh, Leonard Fournette was visiting the Buffalo Bills. It looks like they cut that visit off. They are not moving forward with Leonard Fournette. They're going to go in a separate direction. So if you were thinking about picking up Leonard Fournette for the waiver wires or you happen to grab him prior, drop him. Drop him now, because he's not going anywhere. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, oblique ribs. Um, Looks like he's going to undergo another MRI. Uh, We'll know more in the coming days. That is something that we all probably did see coming in some way, sad to say, Um, but they were working the hell out of Christian McCaffrey. If you didn't have his backup plan in place, I don't know where you where your mind's been or or what to tell you, but I'm sure you're scrambling at this point. So please bear with me. And I got some waiver targets that you can target um, in these coming up days. So stick with me, guys. Jameer Gibbs hamstring um, looks like he's going to go ahead and try to give it a go week seven. And I hope he does because I need him out there. Uh, he actually is one of my RB twos and. I need him to get me over that hump, guys. That is the one-in-five league that I am in. I can't believe I am in a one-in-five league. Oh. I have never had that in my career, by the way. And as a fantasy football player, it is one of those years that has been wild as hell. I I have a good uh, backfield. You know, Bijan John Robinson, uh, Jameer Gibbs is the guy, Aaron Jones, um who else do I have on top of my head here um oh now I got Jonathan Taylor who was sitting there getting ready to get fired up and now he's been fired up and still can't do it okay so I I, Stefan Diggs okay I got a I got a good squad I have some decent players okay But, but my problem is they just don't Pump it up at the same time. It might be two players for this week, and then those other players who should shine, they take a shit in the bed, right? There, it's it's one of those type of deals. Yeah, exactly. It it and then those three players next week will produce like crazy, and then my two who did hell of a job prior week, man, then they bed. So, I'm stuck. Right. And we all are in this position. So Jameer Gibbs, I'm hoping he gives it a, a go week seven and carries that David Montgomery uh, load that that David Montgomery was carrying and dealing with and talking about David Montgomery. Uh, it looks like he's going to be out a little bit um, with cartilage issue um, in the rib section. So, man, that's got to be painful. You knew it was painful when you saw it. It just took them a little while to remove him from the game or from to actually. uh call him out of the game for the game so uh, that that you know don't look for him to be back for at least a couple of weeks two to three Jamal Williams hamstrings designated to return he has that 28 21 day practice window now open so uh, I'm not looking for I'm not really not anymore looking for him to do much as the rest of the season goes along unless there's an Alvin Kamara injury and a Kendra Miller injury because the order is going to go like this now It was it was Kendra Miller, it was Jamal Williams, then Kendra Miller before Alvin Kamara's suspension. Now suspension is done. Now it's Alvin Kamara, Kendra Miller, then Jamal Williams. So Jamal Williams took a major backseat here, and let's just keep him there because I don't see him passing unless there's an injury to Kamara or Kendra Miller in the future. All right, we're gonna wrap that side up of the injury portion of the running backs, and we're gonna. We're going to hop on over to the tight ends really fast and talk about some of those. Um, And there shouldn't be much of that. Dalton Kincaid uh, remains in concussion protocol. Um, Don't think he's in doubt of missing. I just think that, uh, you know, they just need we just need to monitor him. Okay, he just probably just some slight um, symptoms or something. Uh, We'll we'll see. We'll, We'll see where the week takes us. Of course, concussions are a tricky thing. Uh, with these players so let's keep an eye out for Dalton Kincaid uh, throughout the week Juwan Johnson calf he doesn't practice yesterday so not looking not looking for him to even play I'm looking for Foster Moreau to continue a bigger role in the offense Um, Pat Fryer moves. he's saying he's gonna give it a go this week Um, so if you had him get ready to throw him in there I believe they're gonna need to use him he's a good security blanket out there for the Pittsburgh Steelers and that should wrap up everything for the tight end section. Now let's go ahead and let's hop on over to the wide receivers. And let's talk about uh, some of these injuries to some of these guys uh, for the week. How about Debo Samuel? Big deal here. Shoulder uh, considered day to day. I'm believing more week to week, guys, if you want to tr- I think he'll sit this week. Okay. Even though he's probably going to try to give it a go. Uh, but dealing with his past issues, I would tell you guys have a backup plan here. All right. Have a backup plan because this is a Monday night game. Um, you know, that, that they're gonna play. So I I I me personally, I'm gonna roll with somebody else. I'm giving you the advice as me. All right, listen to me. Listen to me. All right. Debo Samuel have a backup plan. All right. As great as a player he is, I don't like the shoulder problems. Because any given time, he could be in there, he could be in there 50 snaps and get you through the game, or he might sit there through two snaps and be like, shit, got banged up in my shoulder. I got to roll. And then it's the Brandon Iyuk, the George Kittle, and in Ju- the uh, Juwan Jennings show, all right? So have a backup plan in that Debo Samuel slot. Zay Jones' knee listed as a non-participant yesterday. I don't look for him to go. Uh, look for it to Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram to continue a bigger workload uh, this Thursday night against the Saints. Chris Olave toe listed his limited yesterday. Not looking for no setbacks here. I believe he's going to give it a go uh, this Thursday night. Just giving some rest on that toe. Deontay Johnson's back um, or has the uh, 21 day window open from his IR for the hamstring. I'm looking for him to take away some work from George Pickens, even though George Pickens still going to get that work. I still think Deontay Johnson is going to slide in there and and, uh, you know, uh, get about four or five a game uh no problem all right and that looks like that's gonna wrap up the uh injuries part of the show all right we're gonna go ahead and we're, let's we're gonna dive into some of the um the waiver wire pickups I'm sure that's what you guys been holding off for that's what this that's what this week is about when you see a Tuesday show anywhere in the fantasy world, you know it has to do with waivers. That is what we're looking for. That's what you're listening for, and that's what I want to bring to you: some of my knowledge, some of the stuff that I feel is going to work. All right, none of this mumbo jumbo that these analysts give you. They all, it's, if you if you pay attention to a lot of the analysts, they all, most of them, have the same rankings, the same thing. Okay, and I don't want to do that. I pick I pick five players out of a list. Okay. Five players i've been watching on my on my uh four tvs that got going during my wife thinks i'm crazy as hell i ain't gonna lie to you uh shit she'll tell you that i put in the work um i do this thing i do it i do it i do it yes I got the red zone going. I got the YouTube TV going. I got a, I got a Amazon stick on another TV. That's connected to our uh, home internet home cable. That is going on another TV for the, for the local games. And man, it's just insane. The stuff that I got going on at one time on top of which you would think that on a Sunday that it's an, it's supposed to be a homework work, free environment day. But no, I got, I got uh spirals of notebooks on one ottoman and i'll have another notepad on another ottoman okay <laughs> and meanwhile i got my laptop open uh typing up a few things on my excel spreadsheets all right and then i got my apps on i got a work phone and i got another phone and then i have an ipad going <laughs> yeah there's a lot of electronics going so if you can bear with me when i tell you that <laughs> It is a lot of electronics going in one time over here in the Landon household, all right? And so we got a lot of sports going on at one time, but this is only for me to keep going. My mind stays working. I got an entrepreneurish mind, always attacked, always giving me ideas, feeding my brain 24-7. The wife can verify this. So um, I I love to do this, all right? So like I said, I'm going to give you some names that I've watched on um, on my off days, on a Sunday, and seeing what players have in and out given us these points, or who can give us the points, it's like a stock, right? We want to invest ourselves into something at the low point so we can sell at a high point, right? Um, I've been fortunate enough to do that enough times in the stock market that um, I've gotten pretty good at that. You know, you you read about a lot of their. Earnings or reports. And so I don't want to bore you with that, but it's something similar to that in the fantasy football landscape when it comes to players. Uh, you want to look at them at a lower point, see what their potential could be, a no name sometimes, and then they become a name like a Puka Nakua. No one saw that coming. Okay. He didn't give us time to really delve into that. But if he would have, we would have picked up on that within one or two weeks. All right. So let's go ahead and let's just dive into um you know these waivers for this tuesday all right let's roll with the quarterback's position and let's talk about i'm gonna give you five total players okay this is how we're gonna do this guys ladies and gentlemen out there listening Uh, today in your car or at work or you might be laying in your bed with me in your ear uh, just listening away till you fall asleep cool I'm all good with that but this is how we're going to play this game over here uh, on this Tuesday October 17th uh, for the waiver wires three of these are going to be 10 to 12 section okay these these fall into the line of a 10 to 12 size league Okay, and then I'm gonna give you two that are 14 and beyond. They give be me 14, 16, and 18 standard uh, league sizes, all right? That way we separate the two sizes, okay? Umbrella it, because that's how these analysts do it. It's very easy just to just throw a few names and then it can blanket everything. I don't do that, okay? My statistics, I wanna fall and categorize each and everything. So three for 10 to 12. Two separate for 14 and beyond. All right. All right. Let's get into it. So, quarterbacks. Number one on my list would be Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, guys. How can we not go with Gardner Minshew, especially after Anthony Richardson dealing with his shoulder surgery? Gonna be out for the rest of the year. Uh, This offense is going to pick up a little bit more, not going to carry it over the hump, of course, with Gardner Minshew. But with Jonathan Taylor in the back, I feel a whole lot confident now more because Anthony Richardson, believe it or not, was going to steal away some of those ground touchdowns from Jonathan Taylor. All right. And for us owners of Jonathan Taylor out there, we want to be able to reap the rewards of the players sitting on our bench for the last five weeks. Am I right? Right. All right. So Gardner Minshew, number one, we're going to do that. Number two, Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs has been looking pretty damn good out there, hasn't he? Exactly. I mean, running around, getting you those extra points, using his arms to Marquise Brown, right, and to Rondell Moore and Zach Ertz. I mean, he's got some weapons. Um, don't get me wrong but Joshua Dobbs does use the feet and that is somebody that we want to look at in this league and number two on my list is going to be Joshua Dobbs all right number three on my list this guy's probably gone but he's not because I looked at the ESPN roster percentages he's still 35 percent available out there Baker Mayfield (laughs) Didn't think I would do it ever sounding the horn for a Baker Mayfield, but hey, I'm sounding it because he's got the chemistry with Mike Evans and with Chris Godwin, and he's doing his thing over in Tampa Bay this year, believe it or not. So credit is credit due, and I will give it to one, Mr. Baker Mayfield, number three on my list for a 10 to 12. All right, sliding on over to the 14 and beyond. I'm going to go ahead and give you two under the radars, and that would be number four on our list, Malik Willis. All right, Malik Willis is only because Ryan Tannehill um, with the ankle will be missing some time, I believe, and it might be time to see what this this offense can do with a, with a young uh, quarterback back there who can run around, get you a few yards with the feet. Right, that's what that's what the cheat code is around here. We love some running around, okay? Because that brings the extra points. And that's what um Malik Willis can do, especially with a with a Derrick Henry and a Tajay Spears back there to, to load the box. So let's look for number four, Malik Willis. All right, number five. Um this here is only because uh, you know. The injury to our Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. Yeah, this guy here, I believe, he's he, he brought the troops together towards the end of the game. He got them a little fired up. I saw I saw a little difference in the eyes of some of the players surrounding him. It looked different. I believe they'll do it if he has to uh, continue the role for the next couple of weeks. And that is a number five, Tyson Badgin. All right, Tyson Badgen for the Chicago Bears is the backup. And, you know, with the weapons the Bears have, I mean, they don't have a ton of them, okay? But they do have some. So, and especially with the return, possibly with Roshan Johnson this weekend. And then you got Deontay Foreman back there, right? That's two good running uh, mates back there to, to hold you down. Then you got DJ Moore, okay, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, right? You got a few pieces out there that, that as long as he's picking up the offense and throwing the ball quickly out of the hand, we should be all right to get through the game. Still looking to con- to collect that number one draft pick. That is what uh, the Chicago Bears fans are hoping for at this point. Okay, give us the number one and two, and let's do something else here in the Windy City these next few years, because this is just not it for us. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about the running back section. And I know a lot of you out there are waiting for this one. This position here has been the black hole of the season, right? This is where the players have just been gobbled up. It just seems like all year long hurt, just hurt, suspended, just something going on with these players. Am I right? Yeah. So number one on my list i um, definitely going to have to run out and grab. I am number one as a waiver uh, priority tomorrow. I am the number one on the list. So I am going to go out and this will be the one I grab. Definitely Zach Evans for the Los Angeles Rams due to the Kyron Williams, the Ronnie Rivers situation. Uh, yeah, this is going to be one in that backfield with Sean McVay that you want to grab. He can very easily get you 15 to 20 points any given week. So, uh yeah let's pick up a zach evans tomorrow waivers next on my list shouldn't even have him on a list this should be one that's already known if you've been listening to the fantasy football exchange podcast you can rewind it. The first two episodes, I've strictly told you I'm all about handcuffing these superstar running backs, and Christian McCaffrey is that guy, and so this guy should already be on your list or should already be on your roster. He is in plenty of my rosters, so I'm not even sure why I'm putting him out here, but I do need to stress it, and I do need to make this well aware that he is very, very important. And that is Elijah Mitchell. Okay, Elijah Mitchell should be scooped up ASAP. That is ASAP, guys. You know how important it is to be in this Kyle Shanahan offense. If you've been playing fantasy football, I am not one to. I am not the only person that has told you or has stressed you over the airwaves. Elijah Mitchell is to be owned now. Like right now. All right. Number three on my list. Kareem hunt i don't know why, I can't believe I saw him this available in ESPN leagues but he is and so at this present moment rush out uh when the waivers hit and grab you Kareem hunt because he's gonna continue to eat in that backfield with Jerome Ford they love to toss it out of the backfield he has no qualms with getting hit and and putting the hit on you so Kareem hunt should be owned in all leagues. All right, number four for the 14 and beyond leagues. Uh, This is also the backup for the backup of the San Francisco uh, 49ers, and that is a one Jordan Mason. All right, Jordan Mason, if you didn't see this past weekend, he also found the end zone. Kyle Shanahan... Has no problems getting each one of these players into the end zone. And he did just that this past weekend with Jordan Mason. So if you're able to grab Jordan Mason in a 14, 16, or 18, well, hell, congratulations. You go do that. On to my fifth and final running back uh, target of the week. Uh, This man is proving that he still can eat in the backfield. Yes, I'm talking about a one, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott still gobbling up touchdowns. He's still gonna help out. Remember, Ramondre Stevenson is hurt, dealing with an injury. Um, Mac Jones, blah, blah, blah. we don't even want to go with Mac Jones. So they're gonna to have to help him out a whole lot. And that is going to be Zico Elliott back there taking a pound in, giving a pound in. So especially with the cold we- weather coming up, I've been out to New England, uh, out to Foxborough in the stadium. So I can tell you at that time of the year, um, it is very cold out there. It is like Chicago, except Chicago, we're out by the by the lake. So the lake smacks you in the face. Uh, but don't get it twisted. New England has its own Uh, situation out there when it comes to this cold all right we're gonna go ahead and hop in on over to the wide receivers portion of the waiver wires and I again have been boasting this man's name each and every week I will continue to do it until his name is no longer able to be yelled okay and that is going to be a one number one on my list to go out and grab Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice for the Kansas City Chiefs. Come on. You need to have a pass catcher in this offense. And this pass catcher is going to pick up more and more of the target share. All right. Patrick Mahomes is looking for this guy to succeed. And he will succeed here in the short term of the rest of the season. I'm looking for Rasheed Rice to continue his uh, dominance. And that is number one on my list for this week. All right. Number two on my list. um, I couldn't find him in my league, but I know he is available out there because due to the roster percentages available, that is Jamison Williams of the Detroit lions. You must own this man in the opposite side of Amon Ra in this offense. Cause Jared Goff is slinging the ball this year. Top five, in my opinion, uh, as far as fantasy quarterbacks go, uh, Jared Goff is slinging that ball around. And of course, more and more as Jamison Williams gets in football shape and more and more as Jamison Williams gets comfortable with Jared Goff, that is going to be money in the bank. All right. Number three on the wide receivers portion, uh, that would be uh, Wondell Robinson. All right. Wondell Robinson for the New York Giants, um, slowly picking up things, right? Um, but I do like what I'm seeing. And I think that they're going to need to get him more and more involved, especially Tyrod Taylor being in this offense. I think that the pass catchers uh, switch around here on who they choose. And uh, I think Wondell Robinson will be will be slowly one who benefits from this switch all right on to the 14 and beyond for the wide receivers um how about how about Rasheed Rice guys have you has anybody out there been watching this man Rasheed Rice uh I mean Rashid Shaheed sorry not Rasheed Rice Rasheed Shaheed for the New Orleans Saints number four um is a great complimentary piece to Chris Olave to Michael Thomas. Um Once they get him the ball, he is gone like the wind. So if you're able to go out and snatch you up, Rashid Shahid, uh, congratulations on that in a 14 or a 16. All right. Juwan Jennings for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh This is one that I feel is going to be one that if Debo Samuel ends up missing some more time, Keep this guy on your roster um, for this, you know, upcoming Monday night game that's coming because we won't know anything for Debo Samuel, ladies and gentlemen, until it's later on, especially with a Debo Samuel. The Kyle Shanahan is not going to reveal himself to the opponent uh, any earlier than he has to. So I totally believe that this is going to be a game time decision. All right. so if you're able to go out there and protect yourself and grab you a Jawan Jennings, you know what I mean? To protect yourself. Cause you don't want to be sitting back Monday and you have only Debo Samuel to play. And then they rule him out. You don't want, you don't want to look up at the ceiling while you're sitting in the couch and just feeling I'm like getting tired of you calling me a dummy. Well, the only reason I call you a dummy is because I call them as I see them. Because I will come back on this airways Tuesday and I will blast you and call you that. I will say, man, you was just a big old dummy, man. Because we told you to pick up Juwan Jennings, all right, just to have as a backup plan. If you got to do it, just to do it, all right, just do it. Drop you the drop you your weak link. Don't never stay married to any of these players on your roster that are not performing. All right, I am. I have been a victim of that in my first few years in this game. And I learned that um, you got to part ways with some of these guys, even if it's their name. I just parted ways with Kyle Pitts two weeks ago. I mean, Kyle Pitts, a lot of people are going to hold on to him till till the wheels fall off, right? Especially in the tight ends uh, landscape. I had no business dropping Kyle Pitts, but he pissed me off so bad. You know what I mean? He pissed me off so bad watching him perform week after week that I'm just tired of it. I'd rather get rid of the I'd rather get rid of the cancer in the locker room than deal with it the whole year and be miserable as hell. Right. Just cut it off at the knees. Just get it done with. I'm that type of person in life. I don't have time to, to mess around with something if I don't like it or if I don't feel it or if it's just not working in my plans. I'll cut it off, you know? I have no issues with hurting feelings because it's about that. They don't have a problem hurting your feelings in life, right? It doesn't matter in life. You got to do what you got to do. So do not hesitate to drop any of these players or back up these players. All right, on to the tight ends of the things. All right, let's talk about uh, number one on my list, okay? Number one on my list uh, is going to be Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett is got the swag to keep it going. I believe it. I believe it. Okay. He's got the quickness for uh, Justin Herbert. um, And Justin Herbert's going to need to get this ball out a little quicker. If you watched him last night, some of the plays are nice. I mean, he's got a little Patrick Mahomes side swipe arm that he had going. That's cool. But a lot of the stuff is just lacking some air under that ball. Like, Some of the throws, if he'd have just went about five inches higher with the throw, right, that ball would have been caught and it would have stunned the hell out of us Cowboys fans. But instead, the ball was lacking some air and it just right to the ground, you know. So I don't look like that. for I don't I don't I don't look for this to be the case uh, too often for Gerald Everett and Justin Herbert so Justin uh Gerald Everett number 1 on my list for tight ends. Number 2 slowly making up creeping apparel uh creep up the 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 uh rankings here Michael Mayer. How about that? Tight end from Notre Dame, Michael Mayer. I think slowly as as the year goes along, yeah, he'll he'll get you up there. He'll get you a few points. So I look for number 2 on my list, Michael Mayer to be picked up. All right. how about number three? (laughs) This guy has been number one on my list for weeks after weeks, so uh, I didn't put him on my number ones this week because this is stating the obvious. I don't want to keep repeating and beating the same drum. So, Luke Musgrave. This man should already be somewhere. He is nowhere available in any one of the leagues that I own or am in. uh, But Um, I do see the uh, percentages owned out there is very high that he is available. Uh, So please go out and grab Luke Musgrave. He's going to be a bigger piece of this offense as the weeks go along. All right. How about number four, Granson from Indianapolis? I know he's dealing with an injury at the moment, um, but I still... Want I still want to hold on to Granson. They're going to need these pieces in Indianapolis, especially Garner Minshew. I believe he's going to look more and more his way as the, as the weeks go along. But at this present moment, he's dealing with a concussion, ladies and gentlemen. But again, in a 14 to 16, uh, if you're able to grab him or just hold on to him, Granson for the Indianapolis Colts tight end, uh, bigger things down the line for him. And, of course, this man can fall in a 10 to 12, uh, but I'm going to strictly stick him into a 14 to 16 right now, and that's only because of the person that's throwing him the football. If he had a different quarterback throwing him the football, I would have him as my number two, but this is my number five and a 14 and beyond, and that is Greg Dulcich, everyone. <laughs> All right, Greg Dulcich. Uh, for the Denver Broncos um, is someone that you want to look at I I think as the weeks go along as he's back and back more with his injury uh, behind him I think he'll be a big part of this offense uh, moving forward so if you have the opportunity to go and get you a Greg Dulcich please go out and do that all right so That is going to wrap up the waiver wire Tuesday of everything. Um, Like I said, everyone, I appreciate you making Fantasy Football Exchange a part of your day on this Tuesday. Um, I love to come on here and just feed information, just spit over the airwaves, uh, release some of the energy that I've had throughout the workday. So, again, Thank you for visiting my website. I appreciate it. A lot of you have already reached out to me. Thank you so much. Uh, again, I am just starting out in this field. I'm getting the field uh, or the feel for um, everything and for everyone. Um, I all I like to do is just bring what I know to the game of the that we all love, of course. And share this information with each and every one of you on a daily or a or a other day basis. All right. So we'll we'll hop into tomorrow more about the Jaguars and the Saints matchup, you know, um, coming up on Thursday night. Um, But I'm gonna go ahead and leave you this afternoon um, and let you do what you do. Go ahead and pop me in your ear uh, throughout the day um, and show me some of that love and that that uh, you know that that you feel for these players or this information that we're giving out each and every day so again thank you for making us a part of your day on this Tuesday and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna roll out uh, and you guys all take care.